0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: I never had no learning until I turned 16 When Joe
2: hit come up the river Y'all Lord made a woman
0: out of me Lord, All right, it made a woman I'm Derek Riley, I'm with Charlie Smith and welcome to Dirty Water, a hit of fruitless discourse where opinion is everything and facts rarely matter. Whatever you think of us and of our swinging attitudes, we promise you'll never be bored. Today on Dirty Water, we've got two guests, surprise guests, I guess you could call them. The first is the former sparring partner of Kelly Slater, a Chicago-born honey blonde with a little vibrating laugh and wrinkles on his face like cat whiskers. He is the former world number 11, 1998, a former surf co-executive, the Realm and Hurley, and he once told Surfer he wanted to be friends with everybody on tour. Introducing the WSL Senior Vice President of Tours and Head of Competition, Mr Pat O'Connell, who actually isn't with us yet. He's, he's stiffed us, but he's coming along soon. But along with Patty, we have the sup king of Manhattan Beach. He's, he's the architect of the WSL's famous wall of positive noise. Mm. He's the former, former president of Oprah Winfrey Network, and he's the former president of content, media, and WSL studios. He wears clothes in the girly pastel colours of Lucky Charms' cereal, Introducing, current WSL CEO and avid waterman, Eric Logan.
2: Uh, bravo, Derek. Thank like you. Like that? Yeah.
0: Now, Eric, <laughs> why are you here for this specially arranged session? Pat, I can understand, even though you didn't fucking turn up, we, you know, we go way back. But I did a little research on our back end, and we've Just run 140 stories with your name in the headline. None <laughs> none have been even vaguely complimentary. So um, so what's, what's your announcement? Why are you here? <laughs>
2: Vaguely is the operative word there, Derek. Uh, well, uh, listen. First of all, I couldn't miss an opportunity to meet you face to face. I mean, we we pass like ships in the night. I, uh, you're uh, you're in Oz, I'm here. So, um, no. Listen, I um, um, Chaz and I talked early on in my tenure, and uh, I I relish and appreciate. The, uh, the coverage. It's great. It it does, it does wonders for my social media game. I really appreciate it. So <laughs> it's totally fine. I, I'm, I'm here because look, I mean, I said this to Chaz and Chaz knows this too. It's like, look, I mean, I, I really, I really appreciate what you guys do. I mean, you guys represent a very important part of the sport. And, um, you guys, it's honest. Um, you, you, you launch massive attacks against the wall of positive noise um, there are some cracks in that wall and I work really hard to fill them up and uh, so I figured I'd just be here and we'll just do an assessment of where we are on the noise. On
0: the, uh, <laughs> hey, so the, so the big announcement for me this morning was the, the world tidal heat or heats. Um, so by design, not accident, like you know, pipe this year, and that's something I can get behind, but you're pretty vague on the details. You know, give me something more. Is it an all-day thing? How many surfers? Is a pipe? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, those are great questions for Pat, but clearly he's not showing up because <laughs> he's the head of competition. Um, so d- when Pat gets here, they'll be great. Cause you can sort of, we'll see where the, see where the answers go. Um, but, you know, to be really honest with you, if we just take a step back for a second, um, you guys certainly know that uh, Pat, Pat says this, this is sort of like a new old idea uh, about having these like surf offs. It has been around for about three years. Um, when I was on the studio side with the WSL and lived through pipe we all watched pipe and it was it was amazing to watch you know edlo and gabrielle like surf that 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 moment and especially when you know edlo took off on that first wave on the back door it was just like oh my god it's like it is so on and it was compelling and when you look at the usage and you look at the engagement around it it was such a great moment so and then you stop for a minute and really think about how rare that really is. When you sort of get out of that, you're a prisoner of the moment for that, and you sort of get away from it. And you're like, okay, when was the last time we had a man-on-man um, world championship heat? And I think it was 16 years is is the, is the answer. And you don't always get it. And oftentimes we're awarding the world title when someone's in a locker room or someone's on the beach or sometimes, like John John won it, and he was in Portugal, you know. And even in the past year, you guys both know. It was, you know, Gabrielle had a really good shot of sewing up the title last year in Portugal. And, you know, the interference call and all that really sort of thrust it into pipe. And it just we got a little bit lucky on the draw and fate sort of worked out. So what that really did for me personally, Derek, was it was for me to say, gosh, you know, we gotta figure out how to make this. More of a consistent thing because that championship moment for a fan, because that's really all I am at the end of the day, is like I'm just a fan of this stuff. You know, I'm I love it, and and to find a path by which we can engineer that with working with the surface would be great. So when when I became CEO, Pat and I started this conversation. We're like, okay, what do we got to do? Because we're coming off the high of that moment, and and we started talking about that we probably have to do it in 2022. And 2022 was far enough in advance. We'd have the time to work with the surfers. We'd have time to work with our partners and our sponsors. And it it would take that long to get it done because you're running these tours. Well, March 11th, I'll remember vividly, I was in a car driving south to Solano Beach. and, And a friend of mine called and said, hey, guess what? The NBA just canceled the season. And within like it felt like five minutes, Tom Hanks and, and Rita got diagnosed with COVID, not just in Australia, but like literally at the Gold Coast where we were about to be in about a week. And then that's when I knew this whole thing was spinning. So once we got the tour on hold, it was like, let's talk about what we're doing today and what we're doing tomorrow. And we can get into how I'm looking at COVID hold in a second, Derek, but, but to, to sort of just summarize, you know, sort of kind of the, 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 what led us to this moment as to like, why now? It really is because the whole world's on hold and I can really marshal the resources to focus not only on this, but I can also focus it on the Challenger Series and we can also focus on the QS. So um, that sort of kind of brings it all together.
3: How, how much how much surfer buy-in do you actually need? I mean, when you were talking about it, I felt this morning in the video, I felt like you were clearly still making a pitch to the surfers themselves. But who the hell cares what Peterson crisanto thinks, right? I mean, as long as you have John, John, Gabe, Edelow, and ten others, like. Yeah. Even Connor Coffin, God bless him, a beautiful boy. I don't care what Connor Coffin thinks about the tour, right? Like, how much can you just slough off and say, "Okay, we're just we we're, we're taking the top guys' uh, opinion on this thing, but everybody else, you're lucky to have a damn tour." Well, I mean, I look at it this way that that all of our athletes are our partners. I really do. Um, and if you so make Peter, Peters and Cresanto,
1: yeah, for <laughs> sure. Is this still on for tour? Sure.
3: I think I, I think he's number twenty one. He's got, he's got fans. He's got fans. He's got fans, and I mean,
2: by the way, and, and Derek, Lee, and you just don't know. This could be a big reveal. Um, but look, I mean, it, it, it is. You know, one of the things about leadership I always say is that you got to lead from the front. Um, and I don't think it's a great mystery that our industry right now is in a bit of a a down, a bit of a, a tough time. Clearly, <laughs> that's you an know. understatement. <laughs> could be be one of your many pull quotes of the interview. Um, (laughs) But, but I think that, you know, my intention with our organization to rally consensus and bring people together and talk about how we move the sport forward. So, you know, over communicating with all of our surfers and talking with the player reps and talking with them, you know, Connor, Connor, who, you know, I love and and like a lot as well as, you know, the, the surfer rep for, surfer rep for the men and Tatiana is the surfer rep for the women. So we talk with them and um, obviously with WPS, with, uh, with, with Christian who leads that. And, you know, and we have a very open dialogue with all of our, with all of the world champions and even many members of tour. So, you know, it, it, there is a lot of, discussion and getting input and look I mean I think a really good point on, on to your point is you know we could have done this a couple of different ways and we debated it we could have to your point Chaz we could have said hey here's the facts here's what we're doing we'll see you when we see it kind of go away right yeah that is that is a way you know we just felt Pretty that you know, a <laughs> approach um, with everybody uh, would be the right
3: way to go. Because we don't have all the answers. I mean, that's the real honest
2: answer, guys. But do, you,
3: but do you not? You, I, I feel that you know what a good tour would look like. And I I feel, personally, and I'm hating to derail this, Derek, and get back to you, but that if this thing is hinging on the bottom of the tour, it's a bummer for those guys, but those guys had a great ride that they should have maybe never actually been on, right? Like, we would all love to be bottom tier surfers, but... Getting paid to surf poorly, I mean, they all surf better than me, obviously. But you know what I'm saying? Like, what if it all just got pared down right away? And you said, where else are they going to go? Who, I mean, what other options are there? There's no other You guys have everything.
1: Yeah,
2: I mean, look, I think that that's, that certainly is an understandable view. I think, you know, a, a counter view of that is, you know, we always want to make sure we have enough people that sort of feed in through to um, what, what happens in terms of building stars. Um, whether or not it's whoever's ranked, you know, 20 and below, or whatever tier you're, you're referencing, we need to have the ability to bring people who are sort of emerging up from the QS side, um, because, you know, through that door is going to be the next Caroline Marks, it's going to be the next Griffin Colapinto, or the next Seth Moniz, we need to make sure that we don't have the tour so elite that that restricts that from happening so but there is a balance in that you know there is a balance in that and then there's the there's the alchemy of how long you're running how many people so you know I I think you know I think to to your point do we have an idea for sure the way I sort of describe it is this way what what we're trying to do with today is sort of draw the draw the frame. So here's the frame of what we think the world title could be for a CT. Here's the frame of how we think the challenger series can look and feel and work in a very symbiotic nature. And here's the frame for the QS. And, you know, I think what's going to be great is the discussion that you guys do, you know, with your pods and not on beach Grit and, and everybody is honestly going to help inform to be really, really honest. Um, you know, I love that. Just like I said, when I sat down and, you know, you and I text back and forth, it's like, I love the input. Um, you know, I would tell you you know you know you know what makes me laugh and smile so it, it's, totally,
0: so. but it's, it's a great it's sorry it's interesting eric you talk you know you seem to be a very consensus driven kind of guy which is, which is lovely and beautiful etc but you know george lois who is the um who is the the model for uh madman's um like what was his name what was the main guy's name don was it don draper yeah so george lois is don Draper, and don drape is a genius you know the coke thing everything so George Love has always said that consensus is the death of creativity and the death of great ideas yeah. and it's, and it's, and your um your good friends with Dana White, I believe yeah yeah, so he's you know he's he's a bullish motherfucker, so he's going to get everyone dragged to an island and they'll be just dribbling and bleeding and spitting on each other and uh and I was
2: be, thi- let's be fair, he was trying to get everybody. He he was trying to get everybody to go to the Tachi, and that didn't work out too well. But keep going. I, I mean, how, listen,
0: how,
3: how good would that have been? <laughs> yeah,
2: I thought that was
3: absolutely. By the genius. way, I mean, again, sorry,
2: Derek, but I got to tell you, it's like when I saw that press announcement where he said, "I'm going to the Tachi," I called him within 17 seconds. I'm like, that is a stroke of genius, you know. And it it was like, oh my god. And I mean, he was so bullish. And of course, I'm like, hey. By the way, there's a small wave facility not too far from there.
0: <laughs> I thought you guys must have been in cahoots. He said, "Hey, hey, Dana, get on the get in the Indian reservation, dog, and we've got a big pool there, and we're going to hijack this thing, and you're going to have the, you're going to have the UFC, and we're going to have the uh, have an event.
2: Can you see Conor McGregor just you know just getting completely barreled? <laughs> oh, and, like, you or something you know uh, it's amazing so oh, i can
0: see connor strangling kelly at the at the casino
2: <laughs> i want to be, be my mi- w- i'll be mindful uh derek not to duck your questions because i got skewered <laughs> by the community last time and i was talking to Chaz and david that
3: i ducked the questions so i don't want to do that i want to you I didn't wanna- duck no questions david and i just fell straight under your spell so derek continue
2: to your point about consensus okay i've got a saying to make your point i i actually agree with you that um that there there is gathering there's gathering information and getting input then there's making a decision and you know you can you can do it one or two ways um i feel really really good about the type of sort of things that we have to have that really drive the business forward and one of the things i believe in working with our ownership group, that we really need to have to drive the economic engine forward, really is these world championship moments, creating these marketable, big, powerful days. Um, I was in the market all last year selling uh, our rights fees, you know, uh, across the globe, and you know the question is, well, how do you guys determine a champion? You know, have you ever tried to really explain to someone who doesn't understand our sport how that works? I mean, it is.
3: It's a, there's a sentence, it takes a tour
2: to make a title. It takes a tour to make a title. But then it's like, okay, is it points, and how many, and you get the highs and the lows. So, but to your point, Derek, we have a framework of things that we like. Um, and, uh, and I've said this to Pat, um, um, I've said this to Pat many a time, that, you know, too much consensus. When he, when he turns up. What's that? When he, yeah, when what, he turns
0: up at the office.
2: Yeah, that's drunk again. I mean, this is this is very 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 patchy um oh, he's, he's now- on
0: actually he's on he's on his phone hang on a sec let's let's admit him
2: yeah he's he's calling he was calling in he's in his, oh yeah oh pat hey, pat are you calling in you're gonna do video what are you doing you hanging me out to dry what's happening bro connecting the
3: audio. Yeah, he's, on. he's totally pat is pat has his audio muted right now <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no i don't do i Oh, Pat O'Connell. <laughs> 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 hey, what's happening, dude? Little yeah. <laughs> Hey, good to see you, man. Um, hey, sorry. Somehow this thing bounced in and out of my um, uh, my little handy scheduler thing. So I thought. Um, oh, Jesus. I thought you guys ran away from us.
0: Fucking hell! How's your um, How's your excuse, <laughs> man? It's pretty fucking weak. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: was a pretty shitty excuse, right? Hey, so p- different. So Derek, just to finish
2: my point and then I'll let you take, I'll let you get to the good stuff with patchy, but hit here, listen, Here's the thing. So patchy, I'm giving them the donkey example here. Cause they're asking about us taking input from everybody. And right. Pat's heard me give the donkey line a million times. But Derek, the point is, is that if we were trying to build a better racehorse, we're going to get all the input and put all the input together. You're going to get a donkey. Um, I think, I think what we're doing is by sort of establishing the framework and sort of the picture frame, if you will, Pat and his team, I can work with the partners. We all can wind up working collaboratively to figure out how to get there, but we have a really good idea of where we're going. There's just some details that we just want input to figure out, so it truly it, it really will be a process.
0: But how good would it be, Eric, if you acted all day in a and you said, I've been listening to everybody's uh, input. It's been great. Um, we're gonna keep the top 12 surface, and the rest of you can get fucked. Um, <laughs> We're gonna jump on Dirk. We're gonna we're gonna jump on Dirk's this fucking private plane every month. We're gonna look for the best waves in the world. We're gonna to get go to a cloud break and chopu, and you're gonna serve up one whole day of the best surfing you're ever gonna see in the best waves. And it's Gabrielle and it's Italo and it's Geordie and it's and it's Kelly and uh, who i missing? Yeah, was that John John and John John? Shit,
3: John John's sailing there. John John doesn't need to be on the private plane. He's just sailing, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Miss, missing every heat, huh? <laughs>
1: So uh, this is why I wanted this conversation. I want the honest truth. I love this shit. This is great.
0: <laughs> hey Pat, now that, now that you're here, because uh, ne- Eric Eric passed off one of the one of our first questions because you're the president or the, the senior vice president.
1: Yeah, um, I'm senior but, at this point.
0: Yeah, well, um, I love you, I love your titles. It's all very Soviet, isn't it? Yeah. I am the WSO senior, vice president of head of competition. But. Um, <laughs> But tell me, the I'm
1: afraid of this question. But okay,
0: go. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a weak one, just to get you in, and then and hopefully we'll smash later on. But, um, <laughs> so so Eric told us about you know the world title heat or heats. Um, so it happens by design, not by accident, which is something that we can all get behind. But he was very vague on the details. Now I want something more. Is it an all-day thing? How many surfers? Is it pipeline?
1: Oh, the final event. Sorry, the internet went out for a second. Are you guys still still with me?
0: We're still here, Pat. <laughs> okay,
1: good. Um, <laughs> I'm stroking, I'm, I'm stroking I'm your hair. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, look, I think that's kind of where we're headed with the surfers. I mean, hey, the the reality is, um, what was it four years ago? Proposed? There was sort of a uh, six boys and four girls go off somewhere in, uh, into Indo. Um, and and sort of duke it out um we're looking at at a similar idea maybe it, we, it becomes five and five we're, we're not uh, I think these are some of the details we're going to work through with the surfers I I think and I told this to Chaz last night and here's the honest sort of um a lot of these conversations happen in uh you know rooms that are uh away from the public and we sort of Organize everything and then we go out and have a press moment. We talk about it and everybody sort of lives and learns when you tell everybody about what's happening. Um, the reality of this virus and what um, our approach is, um, we've decided to sort of flip it upside down and say, hey, this is really what we want to do. Um, the surfers are going to have a reaction. Um, your fans, our fans, uh, everyone's going to have a reaction. I'm really interested in that reaction. I told that to Chaz last night. Um, you know, we have a really good idea of how we want to get through the final day and how we can make it really exciting, um, and so we will will go through that with the surfers. But as like anything, um, we're going to learn through the process, and and I think Eric has sort of said, "Hey, by July we have an announcement of of sort of all those things." And I'm look, I'm not even trying to duck it because what I don't want to do is say, "Hey, Derek, it's going to be exactly like this," and then July I offer up something different. Um, and I think the important thing is now. Now that our intent is out into the world, um, people can we can get feedback. Um, and and I think the problem with uh, doing things sort of the cloak and dagger way, um, you're really just hearing from other people that feel the same as you. That that isn't what we want. We ultimately want. We think uh, this is going to be the best day for pro surfing. We can focus everything into a moment, which is really exciting. All the people that are hating will end up watching, right? They'll be like they may be watching because they want us to fail <laughs> but regardless um it will be a moment that uh, people will get behind and so um however we get to that moment i think those are the questions that you know not not just we want the feedback from the surfers but we actually have to have the feedback from the surfers um because i it's look it's their career and again we obsess about it because we're looking at it um pretty much every day they are too but maybe in a from a different lens, like. What we may think is um, a great business idea from a competitive stance uh, input might not be great for the tour. In fact, I was um, just you know on the phone with Mike Parsons while I was supposed to be on this call. Um, but you know Mike's got really really great insight. Um, with you know he manages a couple surfers and he's been around it forever. He may have different input than than uh, than I have, uh, but it's it's still good to hear now that it's out in the world people are reacting to it and and that's a really positive
0: thing jesus pat you should go to politics you just said nothing in the last three minutes
1: <laughs> hey,
2: hey, right, this is what happens when pat goes on the other side of the wall of positive noise
0: let's <laughs> <laughs> go what pat o'connell he was always so candid i remember he was such a candid lovely man <laughs> what's happening <here>, patty <laughs> Hey, hey, Pat! Hey, Pat! Uh, I, you know what? I yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just, just give us something. Just, is, where, where are you talking? Are you talking pipe? Are you talking indoor?
1: I mean, both of those places would be amazing, right? Like, and I think that's the. I mean, look, and, and I will go back. Uh, I, I can't give you much, but I will say is, hey, where we fell on our face before, um, because this announcement has been, um, has been tested before, um, is putting out detail before we actually had anything figured out. I think the concern is, uh, you know, look, I think uh, very, <laughs> we're watching a lot of pro sports stumble with the coronavirus and trying to figure out what to do. Um, and a lot of those those sports either own their stadiums or, or uh, whatever. We don't, these are all public places. We need to get permits and approval. And so everything that I say to you, until we get actual approval from some of these places, I could tell you we're going to have it on the fucking moon, but I have to get a permit to do it. That would be unlikely. If I say it, it would be, it would be very unlikely, but I could sort of say whatever I want right now. And at the end of the day, um, I mean, where would you like to see it go down? Just, I think that would be, um,
0: it's going to be pipeline. it's got to be pipe, and yeah. it's got to have a long enough waiting period if you can get it from from um, Dahui to. It's got to be six to eight foot, eight to ten foot pipe. You know, it's always been thus, and it should always be thus.
3: Eddie, yeah. Eddie, I'll have a talk with Eddie. Don't you worry, Pat and Eric. I'll have a talk with my <laughs> we'll, we'll sort it out for you guys. That'd be great, <laughs> thank
1: you. Um, <laughs> hey, yeah, and I uh, look, I, I. Uh, I can tell you pipeline has a big, you know, every conversation we have, it's, it's right in the middle of it. So, As
2: it um, should be, I mean, it is, it's the proving ground. I mean, it's, it should be centerpiece for all the conversations and it is.
0: Yeah. Hey, so, um, this is a question either for Eric or Pat, whoever wants to jump at it. Why does the WSL cower at controversy? You know, there's Gabrielle and Kayo in Portugal and Pipe. there's Zeke monstering, John at Bells. Mick, even Mick and the Great White, where where Joe just um <laughs> just almost fainted, <laughs> and um you know in other sports these are those great dramatic moments that should be viewed and analysed from every damn angle. you know their their teats milk dry, and you know and Gabrielle threatening to beat up um little dude, what's the little dude? Uh, Glenn Mucker Hall at um at Snapper, yeah. Whenever they happen Wait, live, th- you know, that happened. Yeah, no. remember, remember Snapper when um. When Micro hassle Gabrielle and Gabrielle goes, Next time he fucking does that, and then just end of the broadcast. End of the interview.
1: <laughs> no
0: way. I,
1: I miss that. I love Micro. That was I mean, us little guys, man, we get feisty.
0: <laughs> yeah, so tell me why. So these these things seem to elicit this terrible panic within the WSL. And it's only much later they're commented upon in any detail.
2: Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So I'll th- Look, I, I will tell you that that was um, a big thing for me when I got into it last year. Derek was that we have to move to this much more uh, of a transparent sort of view inside of the of the league. Um, it, it it there's a lot of old residue around that around protection of the brand, protection of these things. Um, we we moved pretty quickly um, through the year to try to figure out ways to un what's the right word I'd say probably try to get the door more open if you will. Um, Pat, you know, and it was a process to be honest. I mean, we wanted to be more transparent about the judges. So one of the things we did on the broadcast was, was, you know, start showing the scores as the individual judges were sort of dropping them. I actually proposed, we put the judges names and their cell phone numbers so the surfers can follow up with them. But Pat said, Pat said you should probably wait a couple of years before you do that. Um, But, but there's, but there's, I have I've been on this for a while. I agree with you that we need to be better in that. And you know, if we were running right now, you would see much more of that. We already had teed up for Gold Coast this year, like cameras in the. In, and I'm just using judging as an example. Mm. By the way. Um, but because so much controversy is driven by what happens in that booth and the mythology of it, and so we were we were talking about how we sort of disclose that um, when there's a controversy and we have mics on people, let's let's roll with it. And and you know I will tell you that that's not a switch that an organization who's been doing a certain way for you know decades, if you will, just throws immediately. It, it actually is sort of like no, no, it's okay. Let's get out of that comfort zone. Let's think differently about it. So, I mean, I would tell you that if we were running today, you would see much more of that type of that type of coverage. Um, we're not, so you'll just have to. So, okay, great. You can hold me to it. When we're running, you can be like, I don't see it, and
3: feel free to call. Who is it that gets angry though? Is it the surfers or is it the? I mean, is it the brand? Uh, I mean, I've been part of this game for long enough. Yeah. yeah I'm getting- Pat-
1: an example here here's here's something so look i came from um not uh, i came from a brand right and i probably had the same opinion so i'll use the first event i went to in my current job is the gold coast and we had a really close heat with italo and colohe it turned on the final wave and uh, eric will remember i was uh you know it was a long week and we we're at dubai and i was like by the time the final ended Uh, The first thing I did is I jumped in my car and I started driving down the coast because I'm like, I just can't wait to go fucking surfing. I just need whatever. And then I sort of had this moment that you guys were talking about where I felt this sort of really guilty, like, hey, this is the thing that I used to get pissed off about. So I actually freaking turned around, came back, and Jed, Eric, everybody, they were breaking down the site. And I said, hey, guys, we actually, um, we need to talk about this because if you guys remember, it was it was a very controversial heat, right? Like Mm. Itzolo got the score, his last wave, he's standing on the beach and then the score goes out and everybody freaks out. We actually cut a piece that right after that, they sort of reset up the broadcast area and they redid this thing and we put it out and it was kind of exactly what you guys were talking about is like that moment. What I have found that is actually a little bit harder um, is there are a lot of rules and I'll, I'll, I'll take the Gabriel one that happened at Pipeline. Um, there's a lot of interpretation that, that happens during the day and you have to sort of, you have to get things right. So, um, and, and uh, let's, let's actually use Gabriel in, um, in Portugal. We have to be careful because they're like, this is a world title. There's so much stuff on the line. This isn't a brand where the stitching of the board short fell to pieces, right? This is like, uh, there's rules. There's so much stuff that we have to be right when we talk. We can't just sort of put out speculation. We can have a point of view, but it had better be researched, and we know exactly what we're talking about. The other thing is the event is going, and so if if there's this situation that uh, we had with Gabriel in Portugal, we actually reviewed the tapes. We actually we had to go so deep into detail because whatever we say. That's on file and that is the word from the league. But if um in, so it, sorry to cut you off. In
3: like NBA yeah. and NFL and everything, there's always the color guy, right? Who will, yeah. who will just go off on stuff. Like who he's not the voice of the league, he's just the color commentator calling out the judges, the referees, the foul, the score, whatever, right? Where you can really riff on it in the moment in those leagues or UFC too. Like they're always riffing on stuff in the moment. And Wait. what's the difference? Well, well, and
1: and here there's a couple things.
2: So let's bifurcate that. Chaz, this is a good question, yep. um, Patch, I'll let you get back to the precedent setting, but I think from a broadcast perspective, um, one was that that's you know again we turned pots loose several times. I mean, a lot of people didn't catch it, but I mean he was more aggressive about scores. People were, I was getting emails and Pat was getting feedback. You know that some of our commentators were actually you know calling out our judges and then like I mean it actually got to a place where it was much more of that. And I actually was like that. And by the way, Pat was too, Pat was like, Hey, that's good. You know, Ronnie to be like, you know, be like, that's, that's not right. I don't agree with that score. That would, that that's good. Um, But you know, part of it, part of it is, again, it's the pathology of getting somebody to think about it objectively. And what I said, and by the way, you can ask Ronnie, you can ask Potts, you can ask any of the guys when they came over before we started last year's tour, I told Potts, and by the way, you can picture Potts, you know, we were at my favorite Mexican restaurant, Poncho's, and he's sitting there, and he's just got his hat on, and he's like, who's this guy? And I had the shirt and the suit and the whole work, right? And I said, here's the deal. I'm going to let you, Potts, I'm going to take the muzzle off, you know, and I'm going to let you be as fair as you want, and I'm going to let you go as far as you want. And if you ask Potts, he, he never once was ever told to pull back. So, they had been, they were released to do it and they were sort of feeling their way through it. And, and the, the first three or four events was a little like, wow, it's too far. And I'd listen to it and I'd be like, nope, totally fair. It's totally fair. He's being objective. You know, my whole thing is as long as you're not mean spirited about it, you know, for those guys and you're fair about it, it's fine. That's a different opinion than what Pat's talking about. What Pat's talking about is very precedent setting things that affect world titles. For us, you know, the for us, the opinion is different than the fact, and so Pat's more you Pat. Back to your fact thing with Gabriella. And- no,
1: yeah, I think that's that's fair, and I think ultimately, look, we all see the same thing. We're like, how the, how did that score get this? When you get into that, those are those are different. Those are different ones. But the real things that sort of boil up is is like you said, Derek, like those really big moments. Those uh, we just want to have right. Um, and make sure that we've done. It, the other thing to think about too is like, as the day is going, like the, the game doesn't stop. Like the heats didn't stop, right? And so um, we acknowledge specifically. I will acknowledge uh, in Portugal we had a lag of a day to sort of get our story out and do it the and do it the right way. Um, you can't believe how much sort of interaction it takes to sort of pull the pieces and actually really. Dig into it to to um to make sure that hey, we have this right, we're you know um, and, and whatever. again, if you get into scores and and people bantering, I think that's okay. What I think is is hard though, and i'll I will take the judge's side a little bit on this because um, what you don't want to do is tear down the the actual infrastructure either. so if you're sitting there and and if every score is a debate, you start to actually just go. Who the hell are these judges why are we watching this when everything uh, when you can just pick it to pieces right and I think um, there's all there's a balance there um, and I think that's the you know I, I think that's the other side of it
0: um, we, we all know judges get a hard time and I think I disagree with ninety nine percent of people I think the judges uh, how incredibly good they are that they can um, that they can generally get the world's best surfer to win the world title every year and um and I think if anyone spends any time watching the judges you realize just how um, you know they're all good surfers and how right they get it you know and and you know people sort of sit there and go, that wasn't a that wasn't a six point five or that wasn't a three point five but once you understand that you know the the whole like uh, the whole concept of scale and so forth then you realize that they're they're pretty amazing at their jobs they're really good and they're very consistent
1: yeah but, uh,
0: Say, I was going to say, Derek,
2: I mean, no, to your you point. No, you
1: me. I just, um, go ahead. I was just going to say, we have a special guest that I'm going to I'm going to put my video on just for fun. There you go. Oh, yeah. Hold on, let's see if I can. I uh, let's see if I can. Because I was driving, dude. I didn't know it was supposed to be on.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was All in this way.
2: Why, why is your background San Francisco?
0: He's trying I to make it Chicago
3: have, for sure. Yeah, do you see my, How do I change
0: the background? Oh, <laughs> do, you, do, you, do, you a, do you have a massive chest or something? What's going on there? Do you see, see that?
2: that, dude? i oh, Look at you. It's like, oh, there it is. Okay, there it is.
3: yeah. Here, oh, oh, that's better.
0: Where are you, in Venice?: look at, Oh no. Look at that oh, guy. Yeah.
3: Oh yeah. You're here. You're down the street, Rob. Oh, oh, hold on, you going let to
1: take, take off the? I don't know how to do this. <laughs>
0: hey, Doug? I don't know how to do this. Just lay back and accept it. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna talk this?
3: Rob! Tell Rob to get back in here. Ah, uh, now you and lost. Rob's, Rob's, Rob's frozen there now. I would miss seeing Rob every day. Uh, well, the I important think part it, about this dang coronavirus is not seeing Rob Machado every day. Not
2: every day. Not every day. Yeah, hey. and, and look, it looks like his mirror has actually
3: frozen the Zoom. Oh, it's cord. perfect on Rob Machado.
0: <laughs> yeah, Pat, Pat must be in Cardiff because oh, there he goes. Patty's back. Pat, yeah, Pat, sorry
1: about that. I got you. I got you. I, I'm not good at the Zoom thing, dude. I'm just learning. Are you in Cardiff? No, I'm. Um, uh, Robbie was up here, and uh, I thought for a second he was coming to steal the key to go ride right a wave. Um, but I, uh, <laughs> as you do. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not
0: sure of his connection, Pat. But it looks like you're walking on plastic legs. It's really jerky. <laughs> looks like you got a 50 inch chest and you're walking on fucking um, little, little. (laughs) Okay, I'm turning the video off. (laughs) No, no, leave it on. Leave it on. You're beautiful, mate. Hey, I I watched, uh, I watched on Generation for the first time uh, a couple of weeks ago and um, that was a hell of a show. But how was the kicker at the end when you married Todd Chester's girlfriend? I had no idea. (laughs) Yeah, that's. (laughs) That was wild. (laughs) What the fuck? You didn't know that. I didn't know that. You creepy little devil. Have we lost you?
2: Yeah, you've lost Patsy. There he is. Oh, nice. No. <laughs> nice.
0: kicked out. <laughs> hey, Eric, this is a question for you. And um, it's actually pretty positive. But, you know, a great success in, in your um, rule, you know, perhaps an accidental one, perhaps not, was a Soundwaves <laughs> episode where Kelly Slater, beset by insecurities and apparent unhappiness, is attended to by Australian faith healer, Charlie Goldsmith. And um, I interviewed Matt Walshaw about it, you know, the, the great surf historian. And this is what he told me I watched it the day it came out and then twice since. It's almost druggy like MDMA, but the opposite, where everything, every exchange, every moment bends towards low grade stress and tension. At one level, I'm super impressed that, w, that the WSL put it out there. It feels incredibly fifth column. Did you see that and go, finally, something real? You know, did it feel good to release that?
2: Well, yeah, it felt great. Um, And I think it really reaffirmed what we've been trying to do. Look, I mean, you know, Kelly is, you know, Jesus. I mean, Kelly's world-class with so many things. Um, He understands what it means when a camera's around and how to be vulnerable. Um, As you guys know, we've been taping Kelly. We taped Kelly every year. We had a camera with with him all year last year. Um, And um, we've got over 300 hours of footage of him surfing on tour last year, all the lay days, everything. Um, So Kelly really understands how to bring it. Um, Some of our other surfers were like, yeah, but they were sort of performing for the camera. And, you know, Kelly, who's been around a camera a lot in his life, really knew how to sort of open up. And we had a really good benefit of him with a fantastic uh, cameraman with uh, Alec, with Alec Parker, with Alec, who did, you know, continuance, and Alec traveled with him. So, So much of that, so much of that episode was really to be candid that the trust between Kelly and Alec, um, because we knew that whatever was going to be shown was going to be real, it's going to be authentic. Um, And, and look, not that our the surfers didn't do it. I thought the Italo sound waves we just released was good too. And it was just, you know, it's voyeuristic, but it just didn't, you know, that one was a whole new standard. And I think, once everybody saw that, Derek, people were like, okay, it's, it. We, we can go there and we can do it. But um, yeah, I was pretty proud of that one. I, I, and again, I didn't have anything to do with it. It really was Kelly and Alec really going. There.
0: How did, how did Kelly respond to it? Was he thrilled by it?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Kelly's a very transparent guy. I mean, as you know, Kelly, Kelly puts it out there and um, he puts it out there and everything he does, you know, he, if you're, if you're curious about it, his opinion on anything just look him up on insta he'll tell you um and so he he was totally fine with it um you know he's very open about those sort of things uh, i think all the footage that we have of him is um world class he really sort of opened up we were taping with him through you know through him losing in the elimination round at deba uh, from gold coast and then him sort of the journey down through bells and then even even some really powerful footage when he was in Bali that I've seen uh, through the whole Sonny Garcia heavy thing um, really was transformative, and he was really vulnerable and honest there too. So, um, it it really is you know it's a credit to Kelly and just how he you know feels and how he is so comfortable with where his life that he's able to go there.
0: So, what's the plan with all that footage? Is it a documentary or?
2: Yeah. So we, we've got, we, we're starting, we're starting that process. So we, you know, we said a year ago when we stood it up that, you know, we don't know what this really means for Kelly, uh, last year. And there was, there was actually a lot of, you know, he said it himself. He was going to retire Like 2019 prior to 19 was going to be his last year. He, oh, he
0: was, the was as so sad because Joel was getting all the attention, I think.
2: <laughs> he didn't want that to happen.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm retiring too. K- get the camera over here. <laughs> Eric, I want three fucking cameras on me right now. Fuck Joel <laughs> Parkinson.
1: Yep. That was good. That was good. That
2: was good. Nah, he. But yeah. So we we've got it. Um, it's um, we, we've got a. We're in the process of actually stringing it out, producing it together, and uh, a lot of interest, uh, especially after the uh, two four seven episode that we did with HBO. Um, that was really really good by him. Did, did
3: that Did that one win an Emmy, or was it just nominated, or did it win? Four of them, actually.
2: Yeah, okay. I, think, I think the announcement is uh, a couple more weeks or a month or something.
3: Okay. Stupid see. COVID threw everything off. Didn't even know if the Emmys haven't happened yet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I thought Soundwave shat all over the HBO thing. The HBO thing was so fucking superficial. And Soundwaves actually, And Soundwave's actually got inside Kelly because that's exactly how Kelly is. And it was interesting to contrast the two. One's nominated for an Emmy, and the rest is something just viewed by um, surfer dregs like us.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, it,
2: it bodes well for our documentary. That's what I feel good
1: about. So,
3: um, real quick, uh, while we're on TV, etc., uh, did you already begin casting for Ultimate Surfer before the whole world stopped? Like, so you had like, is it already cast?
2: Oh yeah, even I'll give you, I'll give you a little bit more on Ultimate Surfer, Chaz. We were. March, mid March. Where were we, Patchy? We were taping. We were loading in in like three weeks. Mm.
1: We were loading yeah. in. Well, we were supposed to film all of April. We'd
2: be, we'd be, we'd be in the last weeks of filming right now, if it wasn't for COVID. Right now, but yes, it, was the all,
3: end- it was all Wavepool, right? I mean, it was all Ca- server ranch. Yeah. So it's
2: cast. Um, we've got the cast locked. We've got all the challenges locked. We've got all of the um surf challenges locked kelly's been
1: shot
0: um uh, not he, shot he's he's still alive <laughs> yeah uh,
1: <laughs>
0: talk about dramatic content yes. <laughs> and you know and you know that kelly would have suggested it too huh just just fucking shoot me i can't believe that italo and gabriel got the most hits ever fucking shoot me live on camera eric
2: yes, me out the drive. but yeah the cast the cast, the cast is it's still on my um it's um we're, we're working with King County. Actually, I had an email. I was doing an email. I uh, had a call right before this one uh about how we can start loading in and try to shoot whenever we can.
3: So we're we're ready to go when we can. Are there any hopes? Are there any any possibilities in there? Be honest.
1: Possible. Are you coming in?
3: Meaning for you to enter? No, no. I mean, yeah. I mean, I would love to enter. But is there any? Oh man. Okay. Don't yeah. Be a that's judge.
1: Come be a judge. Hang on. Sold.
3: Sold. I'm in. I will judge the world's grumpiest surfer who doesn't surf very well. We're
1: going to be judgmental. We're all going to be judgmental when we watch it. It's going to be fun. <laughs> I'm going to tell
3: you, it, it,
2: Pat, Pat and I have had some of the most fun conversations putting this thing together. It's going to be super, super fun when it happens.
3: Man, I hope yeah. there's... I, ho- I truly hope... Uh, who's the insta- who is the hot surfer guy again, Derek?
0: Oh, um, was... Jay Alvarez. Yeah, if uh, Jay Alvarez oh.
3: is, is a contestant on Ultimate Surfer, Yes. it'll make me the happiest man alive, to be honest.
2: Well, your happiness wow. is
3: on your priority list, so we need to... <laughs>
2: That information to
0: Pilgrim. <laughs> but who's, uh, I who's, love that. who's I been love that? We just
1: went straight to the hot men. That's yeah, really weird. The hot surfer guys. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: hashtag hot guy, hashtag surfing, hashtag sun, hashtag beach, hashtag cute surfer, cute guy, eat surf, party, sleep, yeah. and Surfing <laughs> is fun, Surfer stay salty. <laughs> <laughs> so, Eric. We actually um, have that off. Op- yeah, go, go. So um, a couple of years ago, we, we all were employing these fucking bots that would go around liking shit on Instagram and posting comments. Eric, yes. did you did you have a bot commenting? Because under um, J.R. Alvarez and beneath all those hashtags, you wrote, wow, I love this.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I, I love everything. I loved everything, Derek.
0: But you it, didn't, I, you didn't do that deliberately. That was a bot though, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, so um there, there there was when I was at own they they employed that uh, a long time ago and I had no idea that it was up and then like three or four two or three years ago whatever it was it was just sort of like I was like what what is this because I was getting <laughs> weird sort of things following me and, like our social media team at own had done it for a lot of our a lot of our uh, talent who was like managing it so at the time it was a way you manage your social media i'm like i have no idea what it is and so someone thought it was a really good idea oh you like surfing we're gonna follow all these surfers i was like what <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, so it was like it was it was it was a very bizarre thing but it was like okay whatever so
3: uh the best part about social media is just the way it haunts i mean the fact that we all tapped into it and it will haunt each and every one of us, except for Derek Riley. It was it was great. It was amazing. Derek, you're
1: not you don't do social media.
0: No, I just I just run the beach Grid account, and I don't do it personally. I'm very smart. very very private, Paddy.
1: Very private. <laughs> very smart man.
0: <laughs> hey, um, who's has been cast in um, Ultimate Surfer? Uh,
2: boys and girls.
0: But I know Yaden Nichols in it, and I think one of the one of the guys were Fluxes in there, huh? Yeah.
2: We haven't announced the cast yet because it's uh it's really the timetable who's announced really sits with ABC. So yeah. when ABC gives us the green
3: light, you'll be the second to know. If it's <laughs> if, if one of the Geisel fox is in there, I'm all in on that. Yeah. I love it
0: because <laughs> Bruce Owens always calls the Geiselmans the Geisel Fox. and Andy Andy. Great. Andy used to always call the Geiselmans the Geisel Fox.
1: That's great. That is so good.
0: <laughs> hey eric why why the kink for paddles because you're a um you know you have a, a sup shop and um, you're really the supping tell me um what what joys it brings you as opposed to regular old surfing
2: Well, that's great because i can first of all it helps me it helps my friends pat because what pat does is he calls me to parisville so when i surf with pat he says hey get up with your paddle get further outside let <laughs> me know where the sets are and i'll tell them <laughs> in a second that I use it as a strategy to actually get good waves to make friends with all my friends so
0: there you go pat when you when you first started surfing with um, and obviously put surfing in inverted commas because su- surfing isn't kind of surfing but <laughs> when uh when you were uh, gonna go um you know um inverted commas surfing with eric the first couple of times you're it, f- telling your wife janet were you saying Fuck! I have to go. I have to go inverted commas surfing with the, with a the fucking s sub guy. Can
1: you believe this? <laughs> you guys a fucking
0: sub. How can I take this guy to Salt Creek? Who can not go to fucking lowers? What the fuck is this? He, he you know what? Honey, um, just I've get try- the paycheck.
1: Yeah. Uh, I've been I, I've been trying to get him to come down and and uh and do a little creek. I mean, even Rob drove up to get a little creek. Uh, but Elo has been very good about minding his uh social distancing and staying in l a where the beaches are currently so closed um, and uh yeah, so uh, i have invited um because supping at uh salt Creek is actually totally within range, like you can do that um, and it and yeah, I mean it's well, pretty good on that thing dude one of the
2: funny one of the funniest things was is that as heavily reported by beach grid i've you know i've been surfing my short boards again as you can see uh and you know Chaz was like breaking news he's on shorter boards uh, <laughs> so there was one day pat came to the pier and we were going to the office and it was kind of a I mean, loggy poly day and i think it was on or something pat was he <laughs> was great
1: he broke <laughs> pat- his board
2: Pat was like, wow, you went on that fucking wave. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, Eric, were you aware of the anti-sub sentiment amongst surfers before you uh, joined the WSL?
2: How could you not be? I mean, you can't be that tone deaf and surf El Porto every day. I mean, how
0: do you... <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone been particularly unkind to you in the lineup? What sort of nasty things have people said to you?
2: I mean, I've heard, I've heard literally all of it, from you know supper sweeper, sea janitor to uh, get out of here, Graham. I mean, y- you name it, I've heard it. Um, and I think what what has baffled a lot of people ha- is that it's like, why does he keep coming back? I mean, that really becomes the question. He just he just shows up the next morning and goes right back out there. And eventually, they're like, oh, okay. And then and then they 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 adopt the sort of periscope mentality. It's sort of like, oh, you sit outside, just tell me where to go. Uh, but you know, we've heard it all, I've heard it all. Uh, and by the way, it's no different than what you'd hear if you're a mid size, uh, as Chaz, as you like to say, Devin Howard, mid Fuck, Devin Howard.
0: But, fuck wow. <laughs> but
2: it's, you go out there and you see it. So, yeah, I mean, listen, I've heard it all, got thick skin, the doll part.
0: Well, that's a, that's a remarkable story of resilience. And, um, you know, resilient is, you know, I'm surprised to have not made a transformed episode about it because it's, it's beautiful. But, you know, I contrast Soundwaves released this later episode with, the, with Brilliant Corners and Transformed. And our, um, our great writer, Steve Longtime Shearer, describes you, and there's a fairly long quote, as a, um, <laughs> as a sterling right. dude with a white-hot charisma and confidence only the bona fide American winner can project. A genuine and untouchable positivity exudes from every pore. As a human being, it's a recipe for success. As formula for content, as basis and lens with which to tell a story of compelling character and story, it bores terrifically. Too much mm-hmm. vanilla, a lack of drama conflict. So, do you have a schmaltz problem?
2: Do I have a schmaltz problem? Yeah. <laughs> I, that's a big word for me. I'm going to need, can you, Chaz, can you define schmaltz? You used
0: bifurcate before. I'm busy there, fucking looking up that shit.
2: This motherfucker
0: went to university.
2: Yeah. Well, listen, I will tell you. You know? Do you know what the number one selling flavor of ice cream is? Vanilla. Rocky road.
3: There it is. There's your answer.
0: (laughs) Hey. um, hey, Is that true,
3: though? I mean, is it? Is it honestly? I mean, I totally believe that vanilla is number one selling flavor of ice cream. But I mean, is that part of it? Is that the I don't know. I mean, watching people, I guess this COVID thing, I've never bought into the, I've heard before, I'm sure we all have, and it's rude to even say it, but the, you can never underestimate your audience, right? Is the byline where I've always thought, hell no, like people aren't, don't want this or aren't this dumb or whatever. But then I'd watch multiple people drive around freeways alone in their cars with face masks on (laughs) and wonder, oh, wow. Are people really, as this people, are we all this, right? Do you wonder that in this new day and age?
2: Yeah, well, look, I, I, from a content perspective, you mean?
3: Or just yeah. more? From a, I mean, from a content perspective, I mean, is there no bottom? Like, could you, could the Debbie throw I mean, is, I think there's this hunger in the Beach Creek community, right? Or, like, for realness and for rawness and for, you know, whatever we always do jabber about but is the audience like does that just like and i guess me thinking arrogantly this is what people want what i want is what people want and i'm not saying i feel that i'm the dumbest human being alive literally the most vacant vacuous piece of garbage alive (laughs) uh but do people just want vanilla i mean is that what they want and so the wsl is serving up vanilla because the wsl is a business it's going to make money that's what makes money. Screw all you guys. You guys have fun in your throwing rocks and being picky and being lame. We're, we're in the business of making money.
2: Look, I mean, I think you know. I don't think anybody in our content side. I mean, I don't think you can look at the the, the, the different things that, that you do, whether or not it's you know Lawn Patrol today, transformed over here. They all have different intentions. So I think you know we come back to that. It's like you know content in 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 creating a portfolio of content is about about different narratives. So you can take a step back and realize that none of those narratives connect to you. That just means they weren't made for you. And so you'll view, you view them as vanilla. That's why the statement is what the statement is, because it really is about who you're talking to. Um, there are a lot of people who may not have liked the Kelly Slater uh, insight because they want to just to see Kelly Slater surfing. They just want Kelly Slater surf porn. The, and, and, and can, there are people who don't want to see Jersey content content and they like the transform episodes. Um, and by the way, there's some people who don't want any of it and they just want news. And that's why surf breaks and world surf weekly sort of comes up. So when you, when you build a media company and you're trying to do that, you're trying to service multiple different people. Now, to your point, Chaz, there is a lane that is not occupied today that we will and we are, we're going we're going to that is really where you guys are, which is the voice of the fan. Um, but Proden kicked out, but I think Dave's podcast is a really good example of that. You know, that start that is the next sort of step in moving toward that direction. It's like longer form, more open and honest. Dave not really sort of wearing the shield, but talking to athletes about. You know things of substance and depth that are controversial. You know about about that call or about what happened there. So, he he's doing that, and I think that the net, the the organization is going to continue to expand and continue to open its aperture to do that. So, but you know the, the 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 idea that everything's made with an intention of just being vanilla is not really the intention. The intention is that you're talking to many different segments about very different things you talk specifically about your segment and that's why your fans love exactly what you do the moment you guys get out of that lane you're going to be in trouble in your oh, 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 trouble. Trouble. it's called it's sharks trouble. <laughs>
3: it's called shark content
2: <laughs> well, by the way yeah that's right it's like the great white you know but but i think you know i mean it it is you know when you take when you take a step back you know, what we're trying to do, and I believe we're doing, you know, I would give us, you know, a passing grade at this, and I think we're going to get better at it, is having multiple different voices on the platform for many different people. And when you put that in a bowl and you mix it up, it kind of looks the same. So that's a little bit of sort of, I think, I don't think Long Tom's wrong with his assessment. It's just, you got to go a little bit deeper to really understand the intention of everything. So Voice so,
0: so brilliant, brilliant corners and transform, are they honestly commercial successes?
2: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, consumption, consumption, you know, the way we look at it, the consumption is, is good. Um, and, and look in, in brilliant corners is talking to the longboard community. You know, it's like when Dev, when we're doing our longboard events and Devin's doing the work that he's doing fucking Devin Howard, fucking Devin Howard, Howard, you gotta love it. You gotta love it. And so, you know, what happens is what happens is, is that we're not making brilliant corners for, you know, for the core CT fans. We're making brilliant corners to extend the engagement of the people who come to us for longboard tour. So the crossover could be good, great, with CT surfers and longboard surfers, but we don't think about it that way. We think about them as individual communities.
0: Okay. Hey, Pat, I, n- I know you got a small problem, but it works on you, you know? <laughs> but, but tell me but tell me, why did you get involved with the WSL? I mean, you were making savage amounts of money as a surf exec. So much <laughs>
2: money. Yeah.
0: Or or did you or did you see the writing on the wall at Hurley and you was gonna be taken over by um a woman's lingerie company and you yeah. was gonna be off and everything, and you got out while the going yeah. going was good. Why are you at the WSL? For this moment. I think just to, just to hang yeah. out with us? I mean
1: <laughs> you, yeah, have, you, we'll you, have do, you could have
0: done that without, a, like, in, uh leaving your job. <laughs>
1: um, um, look, honestly, I think um, it's a pretty rad place to be if you think about it. Like, okay, so, um, and I, I, I don't want to just, I'm, I'm flipping the question to you, but just yeah. imagine you have an opportunity to sort of drive the future of professional surfing, right? Like, imagine that's the opportunity that you've been given it's hard to sort of turn that down, right? It's hard to be like, no, I'm gonna let someone else do that. Um, and the opportunity is actually um, kind of, it's surfacing itself uh, maybe sooner than expected um, because of COVID. Like, hey, we can be stewards and sort of just sort of watch it go, or you can actually jump in and get your hands dirty. Um, and that's the opportunity. you get so, your
0: hands on nasty and dirty?
1: Okay. How, how, how dirty, dirty. Are you getting,
0: Pat? Tell me how dirty you getting. How <laughs> fucking dirty are you getting? Talk dirty to me, <laughs> motherfucker. you and Eric I are mean, a white man's, that, man's dream. Yes, that's right.
1: Thanks to Patch.
0: But tell me, tell but, me, Pat. But, but anyway, so oh, sorry, you still going? That
1: that is. I, I was just going to say that is a big part, right? Like, um. Do you, um, you know, it's an opportunity that, um, let's say everything works out great. It's something that you feel good about when, you know, uh, the the kids are all over here hanging out and they, we've, we've created a new future for pro surfing that maybe didn't exist before. And, um, you know, you're a part of that. That's, that's something that I, I think, you know, there's a lot of brand jobs out there. There's a, uh, well, there were a lot of brand jobs out there, um, (laughs) But um, you know, it's an opportunity to do something that is um that actually you can feel really proud about. I and I know that sounds cheesy, but it really is the reason that I No,
0: you, you do small no one does schmaltz better than you, Patty. It's okay, you can be cheesy. It works you. <laughs> you're beautiful. <laughs> yeah. But tell me <laughs> tell me, me that imagine imagine you become CEO, yeah. uh, you know, um Eric has replaced Bear Grandpa as the Democratic candidate because um the, the Democrats <laughs> need someone fucking urgently. <laughs> So Eric's moved to the White House. <laughs> He's beaten Trump, and you're the pro tour chief. Yep. What are you gonna do? Yep. It's all up to you. You can be exactly the what head bitch. It,
1: yeah, exactly what we're doing. I mean, look, we're we're making changes. Um, fuck, we're making changes. We're do We're not. We certainly aren't doing the easy thing. And um, you know, Chaz, if you remember, a few years ago, you called me, uh, or maybe I called you. Um, it was a story that you did where. Um, you had asked, I think you and Eddie Rothman had a conversation about, uh, the future of pro surfing and whatever. And, uh, you asked me, you said, Hey, what, what, what should the WSL do? And I, you know, I remember it because I remember going, fuck, that's a good question. You know, um, I think the worst thing that, you know, and, and why I like what we're doing is we aren't just sort of sitting on it and just saying, Hey, it's cool, man. And just sort of letting it. potentially rot away Uh, we're actively trying to uh, make a better world for the you know the the next kid coming up and the current surfers today Um, and if I'm if I'm really honest what we're what we haven't really had many changes in this sport for a long time Um, and when I do talk to the surfers and I will say pre-COVID because I think everybody just appreciates it so much now that we're in this crazy pandemic but I think everybody's a little bit tired of sort of going to the same places, doing the same thing forever. Um, this is, you know, and so when I look at like how that affects me and why I'm doing this job, I think there's a true opportunity to change it for better. Um, and I think almost anybody would take that up that that chance if they were in the same situation. I mean, we all love this. Like you know, Chaz and I were talking about this last night. Is that, I mean we're all fans we all want to see the very best product we, we like who wouldn't want to be involved in actually shaping it
0: true it's it's extraordinary though that um you know uh pro surfing you know the ct events still follow a very 80s sort of model you know three and a half four days of surfing you got to sit through fucking 16 hours of useless heats before you get to the round four onwards the contests are amazing those first couple of days i love pro surfing and i'll sit at a bar when I'm watching some of those three-man heats, and no one loses, holy shit!
1: Yep, that's <laughs> and those are and hey, look and 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 those are all pretty consistent um, comments. And this is where um, I would say there's a, the science and art is that um, the other side we also have to um, and and Eric knows I talk about this a lot is building this pathway so that people feel like it's attainable to do it. Um, and you know, our hope is that you know. You know, right now, like there's a pretty interesting stat, Uh, roughly 80% of the tour um, and this is CT come from three countries, Brazil, Australia, and America. Um, What would it look like in, you know, as we expand our sport, do you get more people that come from different, uh, different areas, Um, you know, Latin America or Central America, I should say, Um, you know, Japan, more, more Japanese surfers, whatever. I think we have a
0: What happened to the Japs? Man,
1: like Hiroto had a really good chance for a while. Um, you know, um, there's a the girl from Japan. She she got in when Carissa took the year, year off. Um, so that that's really good. But I mean, there there's a lot of opportunity for us to kind of uh, broaden our our reach today. And um, Yeah. I just, I I see that as a huge opportunity. I, you know um, you think about like, man, when I was on tour, there was, you know, the, the two surfers that preceded even really, I I was on the back end of their, um, their tour, but like Flavio and Fabio, those guys created the dream that basically the, the Brazilian storm are living today. Um, And uh, yeah, I think that we, we have to be in a place that we're actually giving people those opportunities to do that for their country, to you know, in the future.
3: Are you Are you guys happy that the uh, Olympics is, has been postponed for one more year? Like, you have one more year to prep and spruce surfing in that way. We
2: were, we were ready for it uh, this year, for sure. Um, you know, so I think I, my view of it, honestly, is that. When they have it, we're ready. We were ready for it this year. Um, you know, we did some really great qualification for the Olympics at the end of last year with, with the women at Honolulu the men at Pipe. Um, we had a whole plan. How
3: oh, Kanoa? had it in the stinking bag. Kanoa was going to be the poster boy of the world. And
1: boom. He, yeah. Yeah. He's just extended that for a year. I think he's okay. He <laughs> better keep
3: in shape. I mean, I saw him on Instagram the other
1: day. Hey, did you, Derek, did you see Kanoa on
0: Instagram the other day? No, what was he doing?
3: That boy just has giant breasts. I mean, in the best way possible. Like the just huge pecs. I didn't know that Kanoa was such a big boy. Working <laughs> no. out. As in fit, oh, as in,
0: you know. Yeah. <laughs> but then there's the Asian problem. <laughs> yeah. hey, can, I, can, I, can I tell you my favorite Eric Logan story on Beach Great?
2: Oh, please, I can't wait.
0: It was it a was blood feud with Taylor Swift. And um, L Magazine had this amazing quote. It said, Eric Logan, the former president of the Oprah Winfrey Network and a board member of Big Machine, wrote a scathing letter to Swift on Twitter that he has since deleted. In the message, he said, for someone who draws such power from being the voice and against all the things you talk about, I'm I'm watching you violate what you allegedly stand for. You're the real bully. Is Taylor Swift really a bully?
2: Listen, that wasn't probably one of my most shining moments. You know, it's like, you know, those things where you, you guys have never experienced this at Beach Group. Ever. Ever. Well, that probably wasn't a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Probably. You know, it was, uh, you know, here is the reality of that. It was, um, I've been involved with that company for a long time. Um, uh, st- uh, by the way, still am. Um, uh, by the way, uh, free plug that uh, Big Machine is making uh, hand sanitizer. We should get a big plug then. there.
1: So there
0: you go.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, bachelor, happy satisfied customer
0: at the creek fuck how many businesses have you got here you have surf shops and sub companies and hand sanitizer and head of the wsl oh, amazing.
2: amazing it's great it's like i'm an octopus i got arms mm-hmm. everywhere
0: like yeah, it was,
2: yeah it, it was the thing where it was just like you know i was in the heat of the moment and and what was happening was to be really candid was um it started showing up and it started affecting my daughters um i have two teenage girls and so what happened all the swifties and everybody started coming into their world and it got it got pretty gnarly with the kids and so that was the reason why so that was that was a good lesson to be honest for me it was like okay you know i gotta be careful had i not had you know daughters or had not seen that had didn't have that i still shouldn't have probably typed it and posted it um uh, I could have easily just called her and just said it to her myself, but I was in the moment.
0: Do well, you have um, Talasruz's number?
1: I I do. Yeah, do you want it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> 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 <Can> you is <recall?
1: laughs> just you. That, that just your the wheel started spinning right oh, there. Oh man, this is
3: so. This is just this is like <laughs> a worth good worth of content right here. Yeah.
0: Can we can we call her? <laughs> can it right you now? imagine so, what girl? would you? What's that? Can we, call her, can we call Taylor right now? <laughs> <laughs> You're not. You're
1: not. Hey, did you guys ever? Did you guys ever see the? Um, this is actually. I have a small, uh, funny one with. Uh, did you see when uh, we had just signed John, and it was uh, we were on the Gold Coast, and for some reason, PK, who is, he's the best human in the world, right? Um,
0: not the, everyone can uh, be the best human in the world, Patty. You got to um, you got to stagger things a little. It's got to be a hierarchy. He, you're the best. No, you're the best. You're the best. No, you're the best. No, you're the best.
1: I love you. I love you. <laughs> um, so, so uh, no, PK, he decides to tell Rosie right before John's post interview that, um, hey, ask him about Taylor Swift. You know, they started dating. And John didn't know how to respond. And he kind of, as John does, he kind of got nervous and sort of giggled and just sort of walked off camera. Well, dude, it blew up into a thing. And if you go online it actually... Type in John John and Taylor Swift. Sure. Wait to, s- it's everywhere. We reported on it. You guys did. Of course. We did. Yeah. <laughs> you guys should have stopped me. I was like telling you a story. I'm like, did these guys not know about this? No, no. This, yeah. this
3: was at least three days worth of beach
1: credit. <laughs> yeah. yeah so, <laughs> it was so good. So the, her people actually had to tell us to stop because we kept trying to fuel the fire because we thought it was so funny and uh, they didn't think it was funny. Starkey's that's
3: yeah, that's Starkey
2: really good. Call. Should we just put Starkey in this? Star- i got to do a call with Starkey here in a minute. But yeah, Star-
0: Starkey, then we can hear about the billion-dollar development on wetlands and on the Sunshine <laughs> 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 We will destroy the planet to save it. This is Apocalypse Now. Redux. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Derek, I miss you, man. <laughs> hey, I think uh, Jazzy, uh, uh, this guy is... Uh, uh, Oh, PK, this is pretty interesting. Here's another story from, with fucking PK in there. Uh, PK strong-armed Long Tom, our writer at D-Bar, when he tried to interview John John Florence. has pushed him out of the way. Mm. He's, a, he's a big man.
1: See, he, he went from the best man to not the best
0: man. I know, not he's not the best man. Hey, um, well, I, I guess um, Eric has to go, and I guess we should wrap this, but I was hoping that um, Eric could give us some words of positivity for Grip readers as our sign-out. That'll go with the outro song. And I was, and I was hoping you could do it in that, cor- this, that wonderful corporate language of yours where you talk about being energized by platforms and robust media properties. Can you do that for us?
2: Yes. So you would like for me to do a, if I were out like raising capital or money on behalf of Beach Grit. Um, how I would be promoting and perpetuating the pl- platform you have. You want me to do some, a pitch for you guys? Yes. Yeah,
0: like we love that one where you said, We're the gateway to one of the most desirable audiences on the planet. Our fans okay. over index in being healthy, adventurous, authentic, eco conscious. <laughs> Woo! Okay. Give me some of that. So,
2: right, so, <laughs> so, so, so Patchy, pa- Patchy, 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 uh, how uh, oh on a scale, God. what is the degree of difficulty you think on this one?
1: Well, if you're doing it, it's not going to be difficult. This is this is this can come out easy. For me, this is a 50. So, I think you got I think you got this.
2: Uh okay, so um so give me a scenario, Derek, where I would have to answer the question on behalf of Beach Grit as as the guy doing it.
0: Okay. So, so, we'll, so we're out there selling, I don't know, selling to some company. Yeah. And um we go, "Listen, we got crazy traffic where um five times bigger than WSL. Ten times bigger than Stab, fifty times bigger than Inertia, and we just swamp Surfer Magazine. But it's a little bit raw sometimes, and the and you know. So, but we want your money. We really fucking want your money because we need to buy pretty things, Gary okay. Logan. So the
2: pitch would sound like this: It would be like, "Look, there's there's a lot of choices you have uh, to to uh, partner with." an organization. But if you're looking for authenticity and you're looking for connection to what the core of a global sport is, there's a lot of places you can come. But when you really want to think about the depth and the the clarity and and certainly the energy that is driving and the force behind it, Beach Grid is where you should be. Uh, so you know you don't have to worry about any sort of other ways for <laughs> getting patch breaking uh,
1: you know. <laughs>
0: I was gonna roll on don't, don't interrupt Pat Jesus where does, we're this, not gonna milk this thing. Yeah, this was so good. This is our media yeah, kit. Continue, please. <laughs> we're, we're energizing.
2: Yeah, it was good. Yeah. But it, it is it is the kryptonite to the wall. That's sort of what you'd say. That's kind of how you'd maybe want to end it. But yeah, you just you just focus on on making <laughs> more people understand who you are. And you are the heartbeat of an industry. So just kind of get play in that space, Jazz. Yeah? Somewhere in that space is where I play.
0: And can you give me a message for? Uh, give us a message for our uh, Beach Crit readers. You're speaking directly to them.
2: I appreciate each and every one of you. I read all the comments.
0: You're Be beautiful. Thanks. Thanks, Eric. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Charlie. Nice.
3: Thank you guys both so much. There you, you
1: guys. That was good.